from you. So, yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you, I think I saw the weirdest collaboration ever. I mean, you think of a collaboration between weird people like Ed Sheeran and Andrea Bocelli, which you think... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. that, yeah that, exactly. That happened, you know, and that's scary. But yeah. this is kind of technology, because it seems the Pepsi people have done their magic and come up with a new flavor for Easter. What's that? Whoa. <laughs> what flavor Peeps. would that be? Peeps. Pepsi. Peeps. You know those little chickies that are made of marshmallow? Those disgustingly <laughs> gross, all sugar, you might as well just pour sugar down your throat peeps? Well, yeah, I, personally, I personally like the cotton candy flavored peeps. I mean, I can ah, down those okay. like crazy. They're great. But technically, it won't be sold in markets. If you want to get your hands <laughs> on a three-pack, and it's very colorful, isn't it? It's kind of pr it's pretty. Right? It's actually really cool looking, yeah. And it's a epic collector's package is what Pepsi calls it. And on social media channels, you can get all the details at the Pepsi account. But if you take a picture of something spring, something that makes you happy, and share a photo, like your favorite springtime activities, of course, in safe, socially distant manner, uh, use hashtag hanging with my peeps. And yeah, Pepsi's. Cool. Pepsi should see it, and they don't say how many they have. It's a three-pack of seven-point-ounce cans. Uh, let me see if I've shared it. I'll share it if I haven't, but you can check it out on Pepsi. Hashtag hanging with my peeps, and you get free swag. Free and here, and here's here's the great part about that, because it is a collector's item. It may be that you may never open the can. Yeah, you don't or, have to drink it. <laughs> yeah, or say twenty five years from now, you go. You know, it didn't really increase in value. I'm going to drink that soda. It's probably perfectly fine. Twenty five okay, years. Okay. Well, since you said that, okay, I think it was Jones Soda or one of the small label soda companies. Yeah. Made a Thanksgiving dinner soda set, and, and you can look it up. It's It's got a turkey. It's got a mashed potatoes soda. It's got a turkey gravy-flavored soda. It's got a green bean uh, casserole soda. Ugh. And I still have a box of that in my garage. I'm going to open <laughs> Oh, my God. Have you ever looked it up to see if it has some value? You know, I haven't. I, you got right now. I can't remember the name of it. I'm googling it. Well, while, you're, while you're looking for that, I have to tell you it's really funny because yesterday, uh, my wife generally throws nothing away. We either donate it or I don't know. It stays in the house. And I run across like three copies of Disney VHS tapes. Oh, and yeah. I thought, wait, okay, right. So I look up. It turns out that I have a copy. Of 101 Dalmatians, the what they call the Black Diamond Edition, and it's on sale on eBay for four thousand dollars. I went, holy crap! Wait a minute, and I've got three different Disney things. Then now I decided. Now, be sure you have the exact printing that matches the pictures because they may no, have I been several. No, it's identical. No, nope, it's well, identical. Then, I, then I'm telling you. If you well, want, I'll except, sell it for you. Well, except yeah, well, if you can do it, yeah, then we'll split it. Because the article that I read after that said it's a bunch of crap. That they're not worth anywhere near that kind of money, and that the, that it's you know it's almost like not a scam exactly. You know, you can ask anything you want. Well, it's for not those a scam. Things. You can ask anything no, you not. want. Right. Um, yeah. But it, 
Yeah, who's going to get it? I just sent you a link. It was yeah, the uh, Jones it. Holiday Pack a limited edition turkey and gravy turkey and soda. Turkey gravy soda, that's great. From 2000, well, oh, and there was a cranberry soda too. That was from 2007, yeah. 2004. Still in my garage, folks. We're going right. to have well, a, Mar- a grand opening party. <laughs> hey, you know what? And if you can sell my uh, Disney 101 Dalmatians for four grand, I'll split it with you. Well, that's so, the thing. You know, people put things up, and we're going to talk about eBay a little later. Right. Uh, but you can put a ridiculous price on, you never know. Of course. Somebody could buy it. But, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I was disappointed to find that it appears, as I say, it's some kind of scam and not action. No, I don't mean scam. Some kind of crazy story that, you know, just ends up not exactly being true. But who knows? Uh, let's give it a try if it works. Uh, we've been talking about uh, vaccination cards. And it turned out, I think I heard this morning here in uh, Southern California, or was it just California as a whole, that 31% of the people have been vaccinated at this point. And that by here in Los Angeles on April 1st, anyone under 50 or over 50 rather can be vaccinated. And anyone on April 15th, it opens to everybody. Well, and all the states are following suit. So the entire country should be getting this. And just so you know, uh, we didn't plan on talking about this, but big drop of news. Krispy Kreme is handing out free donuts. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> free Was it donuts. For a year? If yeah, if you walk in with your vaccination card. Right. Um, on if you go, let me see, you can get a free coffee as well on Mondays from cool. March 29th through May 24th. Get a free Krispy Kreme donut. And honestly, I can't eat more than one, but you know. They're pretty sugary. Yeah. So not tech, but that's just a tip. But this is more useful for all of you. Yes. That vaccine card. You got it. Mm -hmm. It's in your purse. It's in your pocket. Where are you going to put it? Isn't it ridiculous they made it that size that doesn't fit anywhere? Yeah, it's pretty large. Right. Ridiculous. Anyway, if you want to get it laminated, which will make it live a little longer and stay readable, Staples announced that they will laminate, laminate free... Completed vaccine cards from now through May 1st. And then Office Depot followed suit, promising free lamination through July 25th. So I don't know. You know, it's not clear how important these cards are going to be, but they are your only proof. And we're going to tell you about some scams that have been going on over vaccinations. And we talked last week about texts asking for your data to put together a digital record to go into your Apple wallet. Yeah, nobody's using that. Um, There has been no national decision as to what's going to work for travel, what's going to work for... So just don't give it away to anybody. And Mark will tell you a little bit more about that later. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely. Well, apparently, you know, it never ceases to amaze me how many scummy people there are in the world. I mean, there's just scummy people everywhere. Uh, And apparently now they're scamming people under COVID-19. The Federal Trade Commission this week uh, is warning people about bogus vaccine surveys. I have probably gotten, I don't know, 20 emails about this. Uh, They're getting emails and texts asking them to complete a limited time survey about (laughs) the Pfizer, Moderna, or AstraZeneca vaccine. 
uh, also probably one for Johnson & Johnson. And it says we're offering a rewards program for adults who offer their opinion about the COVID-19 vaccines, one of the scams said. Uh, and then you can ex- you know, select one of their special offers. In exchange for supplying information like, let's see, your credit card number, your bank account <laughs> number, uh, easy. Uh, they're offered a free reward, minimum $90, but ask you to pay shipping, of course. Oh, of well, course. you know what? If you get one of those, do not respond. Do not respond. Uh, it's another scam to get information from you. And, I, you know, I'm just sick of these people taking advantage of everybody out there. It comes, you know, the uh, you can... Filter your unwanted text messages if you want on your phone. There's a number of things that you can actually do, but this is the but latest scam get, to go You on. still get spam, and we're going to also talk about that, but people are taking advantage. And remember, folks, just by responding, just by clicking on the email or the text, you're giving them information that that is the correct email address for somebody. Right. So you know, the so- minute you respond, you're giving away data. And it was funny, this morning I get a text, and it says Mark, to my phone number, and it says Mark with a little kissy face on it, and a oh, link to click on. That dear was God. a new one. I haven't seen that one before. So, of course, I didn't click on it, but I went to the internet, and I put the phone number in, you know, to see what number, of the number that it came from, and just to see what the scam was, and I couldn't figure out what the scam was. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot of that going on. You just just be careful. Don't click on anything. And even though, you know, in Los Angeles, there is a quasi, uh, we were, correction, uh, there is a legitimate company sending texts, and we talked about that last week. But right. the point is, there's no use right now for a digital uh, uh, vaccination record. Right. There's right. nobody, when it will be announced... That's when you can sign up for it, and that's when you probably should if you're going to travel. I'm going to be traveling soon, and I'll be on the lookout for that. But right now, nothing is authorized. So just be careful. It's every every keystroke, every click gives them information who you are. I mean, the one that they're doing here in L.A., which supposedly they're partnering with the uh, California Public Health, Right. Or the L.A. Public Health. Uh, the first thing they ask is for your name and your birth date. Now, if they were given a legitimate list that they were allowed to use, uh, they wouldn't need your name and birth date. Well, right, right. Well, the thing is they have your name and birth date, but they want you to sign it in. Yeah, I, you know, and, and I still am trying to figure out whether I think that they're going to, you know, company things like the Lakers, the Dodgers, sporting events, uh, you know, the Pantages Theater, the people in L.A. here are going to require a digital copy of your vaccination. I don't know. I mean, Marsha, you have any thoughts on that? They may. And I'm going to be uh, fa- traveling. By the way, I won't be here for the show at the last weekend of April, so there may be no show. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to talk about that in a second, so go ahead. Um, and uh, I'm going to be traveling, so mm-hmm. I'm going to report all of the safety information and stuff that I hear. But I've been checking almost every day to see what kind of information one needs for traveling or going to events and anything. And right. obviously, it has to be authorized by the government. It can't be some some guy saying, oh, <laughs> you're going to have to use that. So yeah, be exactly. care- you have to be careful until, and you'll hear it here first. We'll tell you when something legit shows up, but for now, mm, 
nothing. Yeah, things are really not that open yet where you have to show something. But when you go into a larger venue, you know, like a sports stadium or something where there's a, more people than, you know, um, a small venue would be, they might just scan it. I mean, the, the you know, sports events now are very, you know, you're very used to putting all your sports tickets on your phone and walking in the door and they scan it right at the door. Well, you so, said it yeah. right there. They will scan it, which means they need a universal type code that's going to be Correct. approved for all platforms. And there is not one right now. So there you go. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so let's give you just a little bit of a quick update on the show. As you know, we've changed the uh, format, so we're now just going straight on through 45-minute show. And uh, so you can listen to us on the way you normally listen to it, just as if you're listening live or otherwise. It's and, just uh, one segment. Yeah. Just one full segment. And uh, Wade, our dear friend Wade Taylor, is closing down WS Radio. Um, and we're going to go to Computer and Technology Radio, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Computerandtechnologyradio.com. If you go there, you will see a Listen Live button. You can listen to us and click on that. You'll hear the show just as you do now. Or you can actually, of course, listen to, to Still the Still go to the networks. Service. Yeah. Yeah, the networks are where you want to go. Now, we also want to mention that uh, Wade, unfortunately, has got some serious health issues. And... Uh, a GoFundMe page is set up for him. So if you've enjoyed us and enjoyed Wade, enjoyed us through the year, please go to the uh, GoFundMe page and help out Wade. And just when you go to GoFundMe, just type in uh, Wade Taylor and you'll find Wade's page. And we're all uh, rooting for you and thinking about you, Wade. And uh, and we're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, Wade, so. we're we're going to give you give you a shout out. And you've been so great to us all these years. It's yes, been, long been a long run. We've been with you for ten years, and he's spawned a lot of shows on the internet and helped a lot of different people. You bet. So anyway, I'm sorry that WS Radio won't exist in its current form anymore, but we'll be reborn uh, when we do it. <laughs> yep, we're exactly. Breaking so, you in, we're breaking you in now. <laughs> there you go. So computerandtechnologyradio.com next week. So instead of going to WS Radio, again, just go to computerandtechnologyradio.com and uh, we will be there for you next week. So, uh, also, let's you know, let's talk a little bit about. Um, apparently, the FCC actually cares about our internet issues. Is that true? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Too like when you were complaining. Remember when you were complaining, you couldn't get service where you lived. Yeah, terrible. And the carriers are saying, "Oh yeah, look at our maps." We have service, right? Yeah, yeah, that's crap. <laughs> um, and, and you look at the map, and you're supposed to have it. Um, so if you don't have internet because you live in a rural area, and HughesNet is too expensive, there's right. a page from and the And lousy, FC by the way. <laughs> yeah. Terrible oh, service. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and I'll give you the link in a minute. You can write it all down if your internet is intermittent. There's a form you can write it all down. And if your ISP is throttling your internet, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much thinking that around midnight every night, our internet slows down. Uh, just, mm -hmm. Or we have a blank spot in it. Well, this is something they want to know because it seems that the carriers have not been... <laughs> what a shock. Have not been openly transparent with the FCC. No, I, I don't no, believe true, that. True, no, true, true, true. Can't be, can't uh, for, for those who don't know, the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission, and they're the people who are in charge of the data broadband, uh, broadband data collection program, where they're trying to find out who is actually getting the uh, broadband 
in the U.S. Because, you know, with people of the past year, they've been using it for jobs and for home and just to stay in contact with the rest of the world. And they've mm -hmm. been hearing a lot of stuff. So instead of getting the data from the carriers, they want to get it from the people. The FCC, it's a long, long <laughs> URL, but yeah. it's at consumercomplaints.fcc.gov. And it's the Consumer Complaint Center. You share your broadband experience, and there's a form to fill it out. And they want your opinion. They want to know. Yeah. So there if anybody has, has any questions, or if you can't find that page, call. Call. Remember that? It's a phone. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, might just use the phone, too. The number is 888 225-5322 and select option four to complain or inform the FCC about your crappy internet because yes, nobody go. in this country should have crappy internet. And in probably five to 30 years, they'll do something about it. Yep. So good, good luck well, with but, that. You know, the point is maybe they will do something about it. They've just been gaslighted so deeply by the carriers. Right. That it, it, They've been working on bad data, and I think our government just lives and feeds off of bad data. So yeah. this time, you have a voice. Uh, one last time, the phone number is 888-225-5322, option four. And you reminded me when you're talking about, you know, that phone thing that we still have in their house or I have in my house. Uh, if you have not had a chance to do, just Google it uh, on the Internet. Marcia, I'm sure you saw the video of the parents giving their 16-year-old, 17-year-old kids a actual phone that has buttons on it. For those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, look it up on the Internet. And when you, you know, before all, excuse me, all the digital stuff, it was just a keyboard kind of with numbers and watching these kids try to figure out how to make a phone call is hysterical. Do you remember? Well, you know, have you the seen thing that? is, that's I have seen it. That's another yeah, thing, though, that the FCC and probably the reason why they gave a regular phone number is they're right. in charge of being sure that we have proper phone service. And I right. think that will be their next big push because our copper system in the country, which is the most reliable system, plain old yep. telephone service, yep. uh, is falling apart because it's not profitable for the carriers. And the FCC, one of the things they're doing is they're saying, no, 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 you need to sub sustain this for the safety of our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's very don't fortunate. Don't feel bad if you have an old fashioned house line. You're no, the smart exactly. One. We, yeah, yeah, we have. No, I, I refuse to get rid of our, uh, you know, landline. Uh, and th thank goodness for Wi-Fi calling, because if you have a good internet connection and you don't have a landline, you had a big problem if your internet connection was not, right. uh, you know, particularly good. So Wi-Fi calling has eliminated, uh, you know, I would say most of the issues there. I, I am in an area where my Wi-Fi call, where my phone service is terrible. I can't get a call mm -hmm. out to save my life. But you know, once you got Wi-Fi calling, that allows you to go through the internet. And it works extremely well. You know, well, I'm so, writing uh, about that in my new book. Soon oh, to be there you announced. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's great stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically most phones, uh, cell phones, have the ability to use what's called Wi-Fi calling, where the Android actual, or iOS. 
Correct, both both types, and it gives you the ability to turn on Wi-Fi calling, so your call now goes through the internet as opposed to going through the phone company. You bypass your phone company entirely, and you use your Wi-Fi connection. And for me, it it's flawless. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't years. help. But that doesn't help when the internet goes down. <laughs> well, that's true, which is why you keep your landline just in case right. you need your landline. Exactly. So anyway, all right. Uh, should we delete most of the apps on our phones? Uh, wait a minute. I wanted to tell everybody about Lego because I love these new Lego sets. Lego is doing such creative things. And this is not Lego for three-year-olds. <laughs> this right. is Legos for adults. Uh, probably you're going to have to wear glasses to put them together no matter how old you are <laughs> because yep. this is uh, in celebration of the 40th anniversary of the first space shuttle launch. They're mm -hmm. releasing a new space sh shuttle discovery set in collaboration with NASA. Yeah, it's which, very cool looking. Uh, so stunning, stunning, stunning. Um, and the shuttle also launched the Hubble Space Telescope, which is also included in the set. Oh, cool. It is crazy detailed. I tweeted it out earlier today. Um, it's available April 1st. So great Easter present for adults. <laughs> uh, $200. The set has, you ready? 2,354 pieces, including three newly designed pieces for the windscreen and payload bay. And it also includes 108 drum-lacquered silver pieces, uh, the most of any Lego set yet. So that's amazing. It's 170 you know, scale. Yeah. And I have to tell you that, I, as I mentioned, for Valentine's Day... I got my wife, this was really off the wall, I got my wife, who who's into flowers, and, you know, I would send her flowers for occasions, and then it would just annoy the hell out of me that, you know, four days later, they were dead, and uh, and she, but she loves flowers, so I actually got her the Legos flower-making kit, and last weekend, we did two-thirds of it, putting it together. And I can't remember if I've ever actually tried to make anything out of Legos, but... <laughs> We put it, it was 750 pieces. Not easy, and, is it? <laughs> no, and, and I want to tell you, and, and these, because they're flowers, they're little tiny pieces, you know, that you got to put together. That's why and I then, said you're going to have to pull out glasses whether you need them or not. <laughs> well, you know what? And the funny thing is the Legos instruction manual, I would say, isn't the greatest and the easiest to use. So somehow between the two of us, we fumbled around with it, finally got into a groove, and we've made three quarters of the flowers on it. And you know what? They, we put them in a, a vase on the table, and they're really cool looking, I have to say. Right. And, you know, somebody's going to have to walk up to it and go, wait, what? Flowers? No, wait, what is that? So we got one more set of flowers to make to make this set complete. So Legos really are a lot of fun. And even if you're you know, not 12 years old, but, you know, whatever age, they can be fun to do. And it's a nice project to do with your family. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, just so you know, the space shuttle is eight and a half inches high, 21 inches long, and 13 and a half inches wide. Comes with two stands, so you can display the shuttle and telescope separately or together. That's cool. Uh, and you can make... and. The shuttle opens up, and you can see all the stuff inside the shuttle. I mean, it's incredibly yeah. detailed. It's and that's as really close as beautiful. you're getting. That's as close right. as you're getting to be in a shuttle. So, uh, right, you get cool. to see the flight deck. It's it is, you know, very we've fun. talked about all the new things they're coming out with from Lego, but this, this is great. This is yeah, great. this is now, really fun. Okay, so you want to talk about deleting your apps? Yeah, right. Well, you know. I have always deleted my apps because I'm a privacy nut. 
uh, not just concerned, <laughs> I'm privacy crazy. Right. And I know that every time I put an app on my phone, they are taking data. No matter what. A lot of times you don't know what they're taking in neither of the data uh, app stores, the app library in iOS right. or in the Play Store of Android. You just don't know. You don't yep. get to know who's violating your privacy on a regular basis. So like when I travel, that's when I will download my American Airlines app and the right. hotel app. Yep, I, I will use it for my trip and then I delete it. Right. Once you've owned an app... You can just download it again and again and again and use yep, it. for free. For free. The only one I think I keep on my phone, honestly, is Sudoku Free. <laughs> they can have my data. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I like playing the game. But people have, I mean, crazy. They've found that 52% of apps share your data with third parties. While 80% use your data to market their own products in the app and beyond. Uh, things like serving ads, in-app promotions, or for third parties who pay for the service to be shown in your app. So this is, you don't need this. 75% um, of U.S. adults have more than 10 apps on their phone, while 25% have more than 30. I don't know. My friends have tons of apps. The only apps you really need is the texting and phone app, the camera app, email app, a browser, navigation, entertainment app, a game, social media, a payment app, and whatever you need for work. And yep. to be honest, um, I know Kurt and I often use the browsers on our tablets and phones to go to social media sites because all you have to do is type in their URL, www.facebook.com, right. and you're there. Facebook is particularly egregious for soaking up data when you're not using it. Yeah. So it's, consider it's that. It's a problem. Uh, go and, Marie and, Kondo on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I've noticed how difficult it is when you get to a page. Of course, in California, we have the law now that they have to not sell our information if we request it. Yeah, Boy, have you noticed you to, that a lot of websites don't show that? Well, not only that, but it is like a 45-minute thing to get through their privacy. And then you have to figure out, do I toggle the switch on or off? It doesn't tell you cleverly which right. way to toggle it to turn it off or on. So right. that was a struggle trying to figure out what to do. And then it's 300 pages long. And then sometimes it, when you're down to the bottom, it says, oh, now go to this site to toggle off your, your privacy thing. So it's still not working very well, unfortunately. But, you know. Okay, eBay, eBay tip. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yep. Hey, we're going to have sound effects for these things. I'm going to see right. to it. A uh, right. quick new feature coming out in late April. Uh, those of you who collect baseball cards, Pokemon cards, uh, collectible game cards, right? Everybody yep. has a bunch of cards. Yeah, uh, of course. I know I have boxes of them, and I really like to unload them. So beginning late April, sellers will be able to scan their cards using eBay's mobile app for iOS and Android. And while eBay backend does most of the manual work to finish the listing. Of course, I always recommend you double-checking everything it's done because a lot of times things will be left out that you want to be sure. It, it get, may give eBay's preferences, but maybe your preferences on shipping or something are a little different. So always right. double-check before you list. Uh, the new selling tool will support Magic the Gathering cards at launch, expanding to Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! in May. 
And then sports trading cards <laughs> and other collectible card games later this year. I am going to be scanning my little heart out. Yeah, uh, I got to try this. I got some my baseball cards. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a bunch of uh, baseball cards. My son had them when he was little, and he still has them. And you know, it, it's interesting to find that stuff. And some of those things can be quite valuable. So, uh, but I highly we'll recommend if you plan on selling any of these things before you do it. Yes, you can go get them graded. But if you're not into it that deeply, at least go on Amazon and get the clear plastic slip. Uh, little things you slip the card into to make them safe so that, you know, nobody can say you sent it, it got bent in the mail or whatever. Those things will probably cost you about eight, five cents each if you buy a bunch of them. And that's the safest way if you're going to be selling them on eBay. Yeah. Actually, it reminded me yesterday, I got a nice surprise in the uh, the mail uh, in an enclosed plastic case, which is um, Elvira, my dear friend, sent me a copy of her new comic book that they started a, um, uh, not a GoFundMe, but a, um, what was the other one, Marcia? Uh, uh, oh, gosh, to raise money for projects. I'm suddenly blank on the other name of the of the service that everybody. Uh, well, anyway, well, the only go, one we care about is Wade's anyway. So, uh, well, yes, so. that's true. And she sent me an autographed copy of her brand new comic book, and they were trying to raise like thirty grand, and they raised two hundred thousand wow. dollars for a bunch of Elvira stuff. So uh, that was kind of cool. If you want to check out her new, uh, all it was about her time in the pandemic and how she handled the pandemic and such, and it's really a lot of fun. She's she's a sweetheart. So. Um, Okay, and now we're. I think we're going to go to something that we do every week, uh, although we didn't miss it last week, but uh, we're back. Uh, this is the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and, oh, today, Amazon for the buy of the week. Go Thank away. you, Wade. That's the way. Thank you, Wade. Uh, and actually, it's kind of interesting because, uh, Marcia, you found... Um, something for me that I hadn't uh, seen before because Amazon has a bunch of new stuff that's available on Amazon and you can get uh, some great bargains. And today, this big is big sales a, this weekend. Yeah. yeah. This is a really good one. This is the Acer, Acer who's been a sponsor of the show for a long time, uh, Acer Chromebook. They call it their Spin 311 convertible laptop. It's an Intel Celeron, which is not the highest speed, but still for these days, it's pretty good stuff. It's their N4020. It's an 11.6-inch HD touchscreen, uh, 4 gigabyte, 32 gigabytes of eMMC, uh, Wi-Fi uh, 5, Bluetooth 5.0, Google Chrome, and it's a really nice machine that should pretty much do everything you kind of want to use in a Chromebook. Uh, you can actually, interestingly enough, uh, you can edit, download, convert Microsoft Office files into Google Docs, Sheets, and Slides. Uh, comes with built-in storage for offline access, to this, so your files can be used offline. Uh, it also comes with an additional gigabyte, 100 gigabyte of Google Drive space to ensure all those things on there. Now, normally this sells for $499. There's a huge sale going on at Amazon today, and the price is $265.10. So you're saving 
$233 to buy this. And that's really a great price. And, you know, if you want a bigger gigabyte, you can go into that. You can spend a little bit more money and get a 64, four gigabyte with 64 uh, gigabytes of memory. Uh, that one's only 279 So, again, this is the Acer Chrome Top Spinel 311. It is on sale at Amazon today for either uh, $279.99 for the 64 or you can get it for uh, two sixty five. Is that what I said? Yeah, two sixty five yeah. ten, saving two hundred and thirty three dollars. Okay, and, and that real is quick, buy I want to throw in one thing since you're over at Amazon. If you don't want the larger Acer thing, uh, there's a Samsung Galaxy Tab A7, ten point four inches, Wi-Fi, thirty two gigabytes in silver for one hundred and ninety two bucks. Yeah, the only that's thing cheap. is, my little hands, I can't hold it. They weigh, tablets that are 10 inches weigh a pound. But the benefit of a Samsung tablet, just to throw in real quick, is that you can get a card up to a terabyte, slip that micro SD into the device, and you've got all the storage in the world that you're ever going to need. So you don't have to yeah. worry about that 32 gigabytes RAM. Yeah, this is really a great sale. So uh, Check go, out go, stuff go out, on yeah. Amazon this week if you're looking for stuff. And that is our buy of the week. Uh, okay, so you, you found a story about students are not embracing tech, which I find hard to believe. So what's the story with that? Right? The, this, like, blew me away. And this was in the UK, but uh, I've read stories, the same thing here. You know, we're telling everybody, learn coding, learn coding, study computer, do this, do that. Yeah, well, student, students taking IT subjects have fallen by 40% since 2015, according to a study. And this yeah, was... That's notes the number of entries in the uh, GCSE levels in England, that's, that's mm -hmm. a, like a grade, um, in computing or ICT fell from 147,000 to 25, in 2015 to 88,000 in 2020. Forty-eight percent of UK employers believe young people are leaving school with insufficient advanced data skills. And this is crazy. This is insane. They are not taking. If you know any young people, be sure that you push them. They have to learn this stuff. This is the future. And they're not taking the classes. And um, only six, there was a real gender gap too. 62% uh, of males were 